All right, Mike. Hey, Chicky Wards. Let's talk about it. What's going on in the fried chicken department at the Conveni these days? All right. Well, I'll have to say that the um, the biggest action is going on at Family Mart. They're mm. currently in the midst of a three-part series where they're releasing a different type of family chicken each uh, each couple weeks. A so, shitty zoo. What is that? A shitty zoo. A shitty zoo. A series? Oh, fuck. Oh. Is my my English Japanese off? Sorry. (laughs) Let's get back on track here. Three-part series, Family Mart. Family Mart. Yeah, so the first week we had um, Sakura. Mm. Doesn't sound so appealing. No, it wasn't. It wasn't great. Um, It was kind of ume-flavored, plum-flavored, kind of sweet or kind of sour, not that great. Second uh, week, we had the Cheese in Fami Chicky, and uh, it sounds good. You would think it would be good, but overall, mm. I'd say give it a pass. And then as of the third week, we've, uh, or the third, the third round is going to be the, the Big Boy. That's what the it's big, called? I don't know what, what it's called, but it's, it's uh, 1.5 times the size of the normal Fami Hot Chicky. Hot damn. That's yeah. that's got to be good. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine how that could be bad. It's just more <laughs> of what you love. So, you know, I. <laughs> so the Sakura, the Sakura. I mean, that's always garbage. It's just fake. They're just, you know, trying to squeeze some money off of the cherry blossoms there. But the cheese one, that one actually. Seems like it should be pretty damn good. You stuff cheese into a fami chicky. I mean, that yeah. just seems like uh, an umami bomb right there. That's what you would think is it would be a bomb. But unfortunately, it's the cheese flavor was too strong. And so it kind of overpowered the delicious taste of the fami chicky. Yeah, you want, the, and- you want the chicky to be the star of the show there. Exactly. And it was weird. It's almost like, I don't know if you've ever tried to combine cheese and water and cheese and juice. What do you think happens? Well, I think we found out. It was almost like the juice of the family chicky seeped into the, was overtaken by the cheese. So you lost a lot of that juicy twist to it, you know? I hear you. I mean, family chicky timer just went oh, off oh boy time to go to the next topic all right and the next topic it looks like uh naturally seasonal updates okay uh, all right you got your you ground you're at the convenience at least twice a day what's going on seasonally speaking right at the convenience. um all right let me here, i'm gonna hit the start here here we go um so yeah what is going on well as you said and as you know this is the time of the sakura. Mm. This is the time of the sakura. For all you who don't know, it means cherry blossom. The famous cherry blossoms. The famous cherry blossoms. I don't know. If you've never been to Japan and you can't go to Japan, I'd say go to Washington, D.C. Check out those cherry blossoms in Washington, D.C. But don't do it now <laughs> because it's not, it's not a good time. It's but it's uh, So 
you might wonder looking at those trees, what does that, what does that taste like? What is the taste of the sakura? Mm. Could you describe, could you describe what you, uh, how you feel about it? Well, the taste, the taste is bad. Um, it's not good. Um, but I do, uh, it's more about to, for me, it's all about the visual. Yeah. I don't want to taste cherry blossoms. I don't want to eat a flower. But visually, it's very appealing. And what I think the Konbini does, maybe better than any other organization out there, is features the cherry blossom on as many labels as possible. Yeah, that's true. That is something that the world just hasn't really caught up to. You're exactly right. You go and you're thinking, hey, I want to drink a beer. I want to drink an Asahi because it's the best, like we decided. Um, or sorry, Kirin Ichiban, which we decide also was the best. But so, and then you think, hey, where's that normal label? Where is it? Oh, what's this pink, very beautiful can mm. here? You know, the flavor it's like is Monet no different. painted a beer can. <laughs> That's right. And uh, so you buy it and you buy it and you have a good time because visual is is important when it comes to food and drinks. Yeah, the inside, it tastes exactly the same as it normally would, but the, the label, and you the pay label. a little extra, no doubt yeah. about it, totally worth it. Sorry about my yelling there, I was trying to channel my uh, Stephen A. Smith. No, I like it, we gotta, that's how, podcast. yeah, I need Comment to be Skip down. Bayless here. <laughs> Skip Bayless, all right. I'll be Skip Bayless, you be Stephen A. Smith. Or you can be Stephen A. Smith, I'll be Skip Bayless. Or whichever, or that was the same thing. Okay. I actually hate both of those people. Yeah, anyway. they're, they're, they're terrible. They're terrible. Matt Savis, I cannot believe <laughs> you're going to sit there and tell me that you don't think Sakura is the best flavor. Now, I have heard many stupid things, and I respect you. Stephen A. Smith, I respect you. But you are just flat out wrong oh. on this one. All right, timer's up. Time to move on. Another topic next up. Um, can't not talk about it, but um, COVID-19. Um, All right. Now, yeah. I'm not a conspiracy guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we were talking recently and Japan has sort of uh, baffled the health community epidemiologists. They've done no scale testing. They've not imposed any sort of draconian measures like much of the rest of the world, yet they haven't reported any sort of major outbreak yet a day after the rescheduling of the Olympics, mm. a report comes out in the New York Times that suddenly Japan is concerned about is its exposure to COVID-19. Mm. What's your experience, Mike, these last couple of months? Yeah, it's, uh, I think you hit it on the head there. There's a, there's a main sort of uh, point where things really changed. It was probably this week on... When was it? I don't know, Monday or Tuesday or I don't know. But yeah, the Olympics get called off and suddenly Japan is very serious about the 
COVID-19. And the numbers, uh, this might just be more of a uh, coincidence, I don't know, or they're just testing more people, but yeah. So then on Thursday, the number of cases in Tokyo doubled from 20 to 40, and How then did. they got up they got up to 60, which is still, you know, comparatively not so bad. But um, yesterday there were 130 cases or two days ago, 130 cases. That was the highest ever in Japan. That's all of Japan. And then today it was 200 or, or yesterday it was 200. So hmm. they've increased, you know, they've doubled in two days for the last couple of days. So I don't know. And then there was a, yeah, there was a big outbreak at a, uh, at a hospital for mm. uh, uh, the disabled in Chiba, and there's 58 people who were oh um, in that hospital. That's yeah, horrible. and so yeah, what, what, it, what's been the Konbini's response to all of this? Have they? I mean, the the Konbini, I think, is mm. actually considered a a uh, kind of emergency resource in times of natural disaster by the Japanese government. No doubt, I think you're exactly <laughs> right. It's one of the most essential, you know utilities in Japan, I'd say. And yeah, well, they haven't done anything much yet, but they're wearing masks and um, pretty much before they touch anything, you know, everybody's spraying the hands. Spraying? And then uh, spraying with uh, disinfect, disinfector. Oh, really? Say, um, before touching anything. So, hmm. but um, as for the effect, haven't noticed much. Still got the regular business going down, you know. Um, and, but in Tokyo, I think it's going to get worse. I'd say watch out for it. So, um, yeah. How about, uh, we can maybe extend this one a little bit over there. How, how are things going over there? What's the, uh, well here in Massachusetts. Yeah. Um, you know, non-essential businesses are closed mm -hmm. and, um, social distancing is the norm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, my wife and I went for a walk earlier as we passed people, we would veer away as would the other person. So um, yeah, That's actually, cool. yeah. Pretty impressed with how quickly people are adapting here. Also kind of freaked out by it. Um, yeah. Got Chinese food last night though, which was nice. Nice. I was a little bit concerned that uh, Kindao Garden was gonna shit the bed with uh, not being able to serve customers in-house like other restaurants. But when I phoned to them, desperate for some mm -hmm. Szechuan fish, crab rangoon, and spinach steamed dumplings, mm -hmm. the guy was actually, he sounded almost panicked because he was so busy. So, so oh, wow. That. Yeah. That's, so, that's good to hear. Yeah. Good news is uh, Kindao in North Cambridge is uh, up and running. Okay. Well, that's And uh, nothing to do with Konbini, but... Um, you know, quick plug there for Kindao Garden. Kindao Garden. I'm pretty I, sure I'm pronouncing that incorrectly, by the way. But anyway. Okay. Yeah. People find it Kindao, right? <laughs> Google it. Kindao Garden, North Cambridge. All right. So All right. Let's uh, move on. Yeah, everybody stay safe. So, um, okay, next one. This is a story that you uncovered that I'd like to... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to start the... Uh, Start the timer up here again, but um, all right, here we go. Seven Eleven guy. Who is this guy? What this makes is, him special? This is one what of my favorite stories of all time. So this guy didn't want to stay open twenty four hours a day 
as mandated by 7-Eleven Holdings Company. As with all convenies, they're open 24 hours a day. This guy facing a shortage of labor. There aren't enough Japanese people to man these convenies. They're bringing in an immigrant workforce. But mm -hmm. these people wind up having to, they, 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 they run the convenience, they manage the convenience, and then they're working the register. This guy is talking about he's stuck in the onsen on a vacation on his phone working inventory. He just wants some time off. So you tell 7-Eleven, I'm not open 24 hours a day. I'm going to take a few hours off. 7-Eleven wow. goes ballistic. They go to war with this guy. They shut him down. They turn off his access to their paid terminal. <laughs> they stop shipping him. They stop shipping him food, supplies, everything you need to run a kombini. This guy stays open until the last rice ball is served. Good God. He, he takes only cash because he can't take credit cards <laughs> or mobile payments because he's unplugged. The whole oh store is empty except for like two packs of cigarettes and six rice balls. And he's just staying up. This guy is like a Japanese soldier on Okinawa waiting for the inevitable rush of the American Marines to just take him down. But he's not waving a white flag anytime soon. Good he's going God. down. This guy's a true, I mean, Japan, let's be honest, a lot of our ideas about, you know, these really stoic, amazing people, these are the older generation, you know? These are, uh, you know, 80s, people in their 80s, 90s, you know? Um, this guy, what, I'm guessing he's probably, what, in his 50s, 60s or something like that? Something this guy like that. is a, he is a contemporary Japanese hero. He's a and samurai he be, warrior. He's a samurai warrior for the new generation where instead of, you know, outside influence coming in to try and break you out of, you know, Sakoku, it's, you know, multinational corporations coming and trying to take out the small guy who's trying to just provide good service good for service. His, his community. And I'd like to salute this guy. Do we have a name on this guy? What is the... Uh, I actually don't know his name. I mean, it's... I mean... Odds are it's something like Yamashita or something like this, but... Um, oh, here we go. Mitoshi Matsumoto. Remember that name. Remember that name, everybody. A, right. hero. A hero. A hero. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, moving right along. We are, we are going through this. Okay, update to the McDonald's. All right, I'm going to start mm. this off. So, so, as you know, and as anyone who's come to Japan knows... McDonald's in Japan is on another level. Another it is on, level. <clears throat> it's a completely different level. You know, I think in the States we have this idea of McDonald's like supersize me, you know, just like destroying the world. In Japan, McDonald's is a shining beacon of, <laughs> of hope for a lot of people. And one of those reasons is, is because the way that they change out their... Mm. Their items are mm. really amazing. So I'm going to show you what we're looking at this season. So every season you get a new set of burgers. Mm. And so let me get a share in here. I accidentally cut off my timer, so you're going to have to stop me. But um, all right, here we go. How do I share here? All right. Boom. Share. 
Oh boy, there it is. So, oh, dang. We're looking at the, the Terry Katsu Teddy Tama. Holy Jesus. The Terry Tama, the teriyaki Man. burger with the egg on top. Man, my whole body just started to fizz. Look at that thing. <laughs> what? Hot dog. So, yeah, we've had, I've tried them all. I've tried them all. And, um, really? Well, all right, maybe I ever spoke. Everyone, it, my family combined, um, my, my, and I have uh, eaten them all. I got to say, it's a classic. It's just a classic. You got the, the teriyaki sweet sauce, and then you got the egg on top with some lettuce. Oh, man. But the tonkatsu. So they got the tonkatsu in there? Yeah, this is the new one. I don't, I've never seen this one before. Oh, my But let me – God. One other news, and this is actually something I haven't eaten yet. I want to get, get your input on this. Check out this guy. Whoa, the Gohan Teddyaki. Oh, that's rice. It's a rice, rice as a burger. Rice as a burger. I want to. What's your? What is your feeling on this stuff here? Um, my fizz is starting to uh, starting to. Uh, it's going a little stale. Honestly, that looks awful. What the yeah, hell? I don't know. It's only available at night, and um, I haven't ventured out to get it it just looks like it does say it's 100 percent domestic rice it's an important fact when you know deciding which (laughs) so japan insists on saying that every time they serve rice we get it yeah it's always going to be japanese rice (laughs) yeah there's you're never going to go to a restaurant and they're going to be like you know what this is only this is 95 percent rice Oh yeah, we got the California stuff. Are you <laughs> kidding me? All right. Hey, what's that timer looking at? I accidentally deleted mine. Actually, oh, I forgot to reset it. I think we've gone long on the McDonald's segment. All right. But All just right. keeping um I just want to give just our viewers, you know, keep an open mind on the McDonald's in Japan. This is a very different sort of it looks the same. You'd think it's the same, it's different. It's completely different. So just it's off. it's legitimately Three four star dining, it's outstanding. <laughs> All right, All right. Next up, oh, Konbini memory. Oh yeah. Oh, I did put some thought into this right before we got started, and um, the Konbini memory that I came up with mm-hmm. was the first time I had a Fami chicky, and like most things related to the Konbini, this was inspired by. This is thanks to you. Honestly, oh. um, I, I was afraid of the hot box as I was afraid of the Odin box, but um, Odin tub, I guess is a better word for it. <laughs> but um, no, I remember going to the family market and the family chicky sitting in the car and taking a bite and the family chicky was so juicy. Hot grease squirted me in the face, splashed on my eyeglasses, and kind of stung my cheek because it was still very hot. And from that moment on, I was just in love. I mean, what is this thing? Oh, yeah. Who's done this to chicken? (laughs) It is just outstanding. 
That's so good. In the season. Man. It was terrific. So thank you. You know, just uh, one of the great experiences in life. Oh, to you. Oh, man. I, that is such an honor for you to say that. <laughs> I, you know, the fact that I could share and that we could develop this love for family chickies um, and, you know, chickens from all convenies. This is one of our, uh, I think this is what really got us started. With our need to share the love of, that we feel for. It's a big part of it. Convenies. Big part of it. Yep. Um, so, yeah, as for my memory, I was thinking, you know, in these times of quarantine, I was remembering when I first started my new job, I would, uh, every night, 11 p.m., mm. I'd go out. I'd work in the morning. I'd just start, wake up, drink coffee, stay at the house all day, hit 11 o'clock, stop working, go out, get a six pack of Noto Goshi mm. beer. I'd get a uh, family chicky. I'd get some beef jerky <laughs> and a pack of smokes. And I got to say, you know, it was a crazy time, but I'll never forget those nights going to the convenie. Always seeing the same guy, and he'd say, "You know what he'd say to me? He wouldn't say thank you. He wouldn't just say thank you. Arigato gozaimasu. He'd say itsumo arigato gozaimasu. <laughs> thank you always for your patronage. And uh, we're still tight. I see him every once in a while. So, um, yeah, there's so many good memories at the Kambini that uh, I can't wait to." Every time we talk, I just something else comes up. And I think something else it. comes up, yeah, at the convenience. Yeah. yeah, man. I mean, it's hard. It's yeah, you can't separate. It's hard to separate a lot of happiness in Japan from convenience. Yeah, there's a lot I of agree. overlap there. A lot of overlap. Yeah, it's um, it's one of the yeah, it's one of the bright spots in this dark time. Well, I guess that's all we had on the docket. Um, I mean, signing off, I guess, uh, wash your hands. Yep. Six feet. Six feet. And um, yeah, I guess that's it. Happy Kambini. Yeah. Happy con Happy Kambini. Happy Kambini. Everybody, happy convening.